Hello and welcome to the Perfectly Imperfect Podcast. This is your host, Leslie Regalado, and today I have the pleasure of connecting with Tegan Marshall, and today's topic is overcoming the fears of turning your idea into a reality. So for episode 38, I am connecting, like I mentioned, with Tegan Marshall, who's a full-time world traveler, a published author, and a freedom lifestyle creator. And Tegan is also a loving wife, a fierce friend, a grateful daughter, sister, and animal lover. Building online businesses excites her. Traveling the world inspires her. And igniting courage, confidence, and connection in people is what drives her. Tegan is on a mission to motivate and inspire women her age to create the freedom, flexibility, and financial security they want to live their ultimate freedom lifestyle. Whether that's traveling full-time like she does, writing or reading novels all day, or having the time and freedom to pursue their artistic talents, she can help you get there. Tegan firmly believes dreams really can come true because she is living proof of that. And she knows that if she can do it, then so can you. So today I am super excited for you guys to listen in on this conversation, which inspired me. It encouraged me to just really set myself up for success by planning and not allowing the fears, the insecurities, and the doubts to hold me back from pursuing anything that I desire. So I hope that it does the same thing for you. And once again, don't forget to head on over to Facebook groups and search for We Lead Society and join us for a daily dose of inspiration, encouragement, and empowerment. I'll see you on the inside. Enjoy today's episode of the Perfectly Imperfect Podcast. One more thing before we get started, if you wouldn't mind taking a screenshot as you're listening to this episode and tagging me on social, my handle on Instagram is LeslieRegalado26 and on Facebook, it's just LeslieRegalado. I would love to personally thank you for listening to the Perfectly Imperfect podcast. All right, enjoy this episode. Here today with Tegan Marshall, and Tegan is actually in Mexico, but she is a travel coach and a writer and a podcast host, and I think that's a little bit newer, but I am excited to speak with her about the fears we have to overcome to pursue our dreams, to be entrepreneurs. So Tegan, jump right in, share a little bit about yourself before we get into every other other info. Hi, Leslie. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me as a guest. Um, I, I love your podcast name. It's brilliant. <laughs> Thank you. So, gosh, a little bit about me. Um, yeah, my journey. It's, um, I started off in a uh, country farm in the middle of Australia, so in the outback, as uh, everyone calls it, and um, always had big dreams. And um, so my, my first business was at 14. My second was at 17 and I've always had businesses and been an entrepreneur and also had a career in corporate world as well. So um, you don't get to be, you know, five zero to, uh, <laughs> without having a lot of things to do, um, to have done. And what I've found, one of the biggest things that held me back uh, from pursuing my dreams when I was younger was fear. And when I finally recognised that, I was actually on a flight to Los Angeles and I had um, I saw this book called Fearless Living in the airport and picked it up and went, oh my goodness, that's me. 
And so that started my journey of really discovering what fear does to us as human beings and how it holds us back and what had been holding me back from achieving my dreams. And I've had a lot of dreams <laughs> and I've fulfilled a lot of dreams. And now we, um, my husband and I actually travel the world permanently and have been for the last five years. And we spend about one to three months in each location. So we get to really soak up the local atmosphere and live more like a local. And it's brilliant. It was always a dream of mine. I just didn't know how it was going to happen. And here we are. So, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, when I was reading that that's what you were doing, I said, what? You know, it's just so many people have these dreams and have these goals and these visions for what their life can be. And that bridge between that idea, that dream, that goal towards, you know, the reality of it happening, it's so, it seems so distant sometimes. And for you to, you know, have achieved what you have in regards to just being able to travel and see the world and not just read about it not just watch a show about it you know go online but to actually be in each place and like you said for one two three months it just it sounds exciting um i'm a bit jealous i would love to be like a little you know fly on the wall as you guys travel everywhere i think it would be super exciting um but just share with us what were some of the early on fears that you had to face? So let's kind of think back to when you first started thinking about actually not this just being a dream, but all right, like we're going to make this happen. So what were some of those fears of insecurity that started setting in early on as you started to pursue this life that you currently live? Well, um, it's one of the things I just want to say actually is that so many of us think that we can't do this. Like that was one of the biggest things is um, I, I didn't think it was possible because I didn't know anyone that was doing it or, you know, there was like 20 something year olds that were doing it, but I don't backpack. So <laughs> I don't care. Right. I'm with I don't you. I'm not going, yeah. I don't want to go backpacking. I want to go and enjoy and be nice. Yeah. Comfortable. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I guess one of the main things was that, um, you know, I didn't think I could. And so it was really just a matter of, uh, overcoming that fear of, 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 I guess, not being able to do it and failing perhaps. Um, and that was actually another fear is actually doing it. And all our family thought we were absolutely nuts. And so <laughs> they all just thought we'd be back, you know, within a few months. And so that whole fear of failing as well. And yeah, and these are fears that really are the same, whether you're, no matter what you're doing, you know, it's, it's like, oh, what if I fail? What will my family or my, you know, friends think of me? And, you know, there's also that, um, you know, fear of not being able to do it, not being good enough for it, not having the experience, which is kind of creates that whole imposter syndrome you know, who are we to do this at our age? You know, when you the society tells us that you have to wait until you're retired before you can do this lifestyle, or you have to be, you know, 20 and not a care in the world and be, you, you know, do it on a, a, what we say in Australia, the smell of an oily rag, which is a very low amount of money, you know? <laughs> so that whole, um, you know, fear of not being able to do it. And um, what if I fail? Um, what if we run out of money? And that's one of the things I really am particular about is that we didn't use our savings. We create, um, and I now help other people create ways to make income so that they don't have to use their savings. And so that you don't have to wait until you retire 
you know, it's about sort of changing that mindset of living life a little bit differently. You know, we don't have to have a car anymore. So it's also, I feel good that we're, you know, helping the environment and there's so many different benefits. But those, those were the kind of the main fears, you know, how we create an income. Um, what if we fail? What if we get stuck somewhere um, in a country that we're not familiar with? which, hello, it's now happened, but that's okay, <laughs> and we're fine. And what I've discovered is that around the world, people are the same. They're still, um, like parents still just want to bring up their kids and give them the best life and get them to a good school and give them the best start, you know. Um, women around the world are just want to, you know, communicate and connect. Um, and I just found that, the world is full of amazing, incredible, kind, lovely people. And it's been a beautiful, that's been the most beautiful experience. That's, it sounds amazing. It's, I mean, it's like you're making me want to, I mean, I have little kids, so I technically can't, well, I guess I could, you know, kind of just get up and go. <laughs> because they can, again, you know, we we're talking about this earlier, they can just see the world through their own eyes instead of having to read about it or go online and you know watch a video or whatnot. So so really quick question that I'm just kind of wondering now over here. When you like how did you go from wanting to actually doing? And I know you mentioned that you like teach courses or so you teach people how to do what you're doing right now. So I don't want you to give it all away, you know, like give us a whole course because I'm sure that will take forever and a day. But just, I guess, some beginning steps um, to get people excited about the possibility of doing something uh, like what you're doing, I think would be really great. Awesome. Um, and you're right, there's so many sort of parts to it, you know, but I guess the first to get started it's really just opening your mind and this is what fear does fear keeps us closed and so we're like oh i can't do this i can't do this i can't do this can't do this you know mm -hmm. and whereas just really opening up and saying what if i could you know that whole saying um what is it where you know the, the end of it is yes but what if you fly it's like, yeah, that. what if I fail? Oh, darling, but what if you fly? Yes. That's it. That's <laughs> it. So it's like, but, you know, flipping that what if, instead of it being a negative of what if this happens, what if that happens, what if, what if, what if, what if, or I can't, or can't, I can't. It's like, what if I could? Um, what if, yeah, what if I could? What would that look like? Um, and then researching and having a look and seeing whatever comes up for you, Research is really the answer to your fears uh, because you can research and find out. Like at the moment, you know, we're not traveling, but when the doors open again, there'll be a lot of fear about, well, what countries can I go to and what can't I? Research. You do your research, you map it out, and you plan it out. And that's what we do in the first phase of my program is to help you to really determine the places that you really want to go and, and research them so that you feel more comfortable about going there. And so, yeah, researching and mapping out and planning. And also you don't have to go for it like we, you know, we're in our fifth year. You could just plan a month. And that's what I recommend to people. Do a little trial run and actually, you know, plan it a month um, when the kids, you know, can take a little bit of time off school or during their holiday break and give it a go and just see what happens. That's what we did. We did for six weeks on a remote island and in Indonesia and then went, hmm, I think we can do this <laughs> and then went home and did all the, the, the everything else that had to happen. 
So, yeah, and also knowing what type of uh, traveller you are. And that is really about, you know, like, as I said, I don't backpack or, um, or camp, really, unless it's glamping. Um, and just knowing <laughs> that and being okay with it is really important to planning it out. And the third thing I'd love to say is that it doesn't cost as much as you think. There are so many ways, because one of the, the barriers that fear uses against us is I can't afford it. But there's always ways to do things if you really heart, you know, your heart really wants to do it. And like, for example, for our first few years, we travelled um, around the world, all flights, accommodation and everything, um, except for food and sort of, you know, little odds and ends. Um, but yeah, all our major costs were less than 10000 That's for both of us for the whole year. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That, it, that, I mean, that's kind of... I'm thinking like when you said 10,000, that's what it would cost. Like we are a family of five. So for like a nice one to two week vacation somewhere, probably kind of pricey, it costs us up, you know, close to that. So to mm -hmm. think that you can actually travel if you plan it, it sounds like there's a lot of research and planning involved when you do that, that you can actually afford to do what you're doing and for it to only cost 10,000, like it almost sounds incredible. <laughs> And it is, it is. And that's, I mean, that's for the two of us. It would be a little bit more with kids because you need, you know, different size places and so on. But just opening, and this is what I'm so passionate about, is actually opening people's minds to the possibility of what is possible. And, you know, there's so many ways that you can reduce your prices and costs and so many ways that you won't have to dip into your savings, you know, to create like if you plan out for a few months ahead, and it doesn't really take any more than a few months, um, you can, you know, create an extra income that can actually pay for the pay for the, the trips and things, the trip and things like that. So there's there's so many different ways, yeah. So. Which I love that you thought about creating some extra income via the experience you were having. I mean, I think that's brilliant because so many people, you know, it sounds like you're someone who is focused on finding not the problem, but the solution. And, you know, being, having that kind of mindset obviously has been probably one of the biggest reasons why you've been able to do what you do because you're constantly, you know, looking for ways how to do it and not reasons why you can't, which is, I think, powerful. And I think one of the reasons that separates people that are doing what they want to do compared to people that are just dreaming about it. Absolutely. And if you are just dreaming about it, though, it's having someone to kind of lead the way for you as well and to show you the way and hold your hand. You know, the, um, my full program takes people through from the, the planning stage through to the creating an online income um, or even like a, there's lots of different ways to create an extra income, um, not just online. And it doesn't involve taking selfies necessarily. I can assure you there's lots of ways without that. Um, and then it takes you through how to actually buy the ticket, downsize your home, all those sorts of things, and also sustaining it as well if you want to do it long-term like we, we are. So, um, you know, it's really, if you've got someone to guide you through that, that makes it so much easier. You know, people that have been there before, that's how I learned growing up. You know, when I started my businesses, I would look for mentors and people, you know, coaches and, and they're, they're so valuable. Um, whether you're in business, whether you're doing something like this or whether you're learning how to salsa, you know, it's having someone there who's been there, done that and can guide you through it is so important.
For sure. And when you say this, it just reminds me, um, like when I first hired like my first coach or, you know, did my first like online uh, course of some kind that cost, you know, a few hundred bucks. I remember kind of thinking about it and struggling with it. And then, you know, I really quickly started thinking about the fact that like for my kids, you know, they like one of them does basketball. So we do a program where every quarter, so every three, four months, we're, we're paying a few hundred bucks for him to be a part of this, you know, whatever specific program for him to, you know, get better in his skills and foundations, et cetera. So then I quickly was like, wait a minute, if I'm doing this to better him, why wouldn't I think about myself the same way, you know, investing in myself to better myself. You know, when we're younger, we need teachers, we need our parents, we need a coach, we need mentors. And as we grow older, I think sometimes we forget that, it's not different when we get older, you know, we still don't know everything. So we need to look for people that know the things we don't know that we want to learn in order to be in their space. And whether it's we pay, we somehow get around them that we need to, they'll save us so much time. You know, like I'm thinking about if I ever wanted to do what you do, I would definitely go to you. Why? Because you've done it, you know, you're doing it. And if you're willing to teach me and save me a ton of time and a ton of money, I'm sure, and me making all these different mistakes, it's like, why not? It's like a GPS. You know, you literally just plug in what you want, and then it tells you what to do, and that's so valuable. So that's, it's amazing that you do that and that you help people in that way. Hello, Leslie here, just interrupting you for a couple minutes. I wanted to jump in here really quickly and personally invite you to head on over to Facebook, uh, to click on Facebook groups and then type in We Lead Society. That's W-E space L-E-A-D space S-O-C-I-E-T-Y. And it is a community, a family of female entrepreneurs and some in the making. But I created this community a few months ago and it was with the idea of just sharing some knowledge, some wisdom, some tips, advice for female entrepreneurs and those of you in the making. It is something that I wish I would have had when I first started my journey as an entrepreneur, my journey of self-development. And what I do is I just share every single day a daily dose of inspiration, encouragement, and empowerment. And I do it via post where I share a positive affirmation every single day. I share a business slash success tip. And I also share quotes and Facebook lives and I just kind of come on there and share my heart with you guys with the hope that it will inspire, encourage and empower you to really get out there and live your best life and just create that life that both you and I is possible for you because it is time that you turn your brilliant ideas into reality. So head on over to Facebook groups, type in We Lead Society, click join and I will be waiting for you on the inside. <laughs> See you there. Absolutely. And, you know, it's okay if you don't have all the answers. One of the things that used to hold me back, which was a fear, um, is that I thought that I had to have all the answers, especially if you're a parent as well, and I've not been blessed with children. Um, but just my observation of parents is that you kind of, you have to have all the answers so that you can create that safe space for your children. Well, then, you know, that's how someone else can guide the way. And, and you know, it's okay if you don't have all the answers. Have someone, you know, 
put that special safe space around you. And like you said, then you won't have to make as many mistakes as we have because we made a few and they're some of most are now funny, but not all of them. <laughs> right. Oh, I can imagine. You know, it's, it's just, it saves, yeah, it saves people just so much time and energy and, you know, I think sometimes people struggle with wanting to learn, but then, you know, the cost and not everyone can or is able to, but I feel like if you're able to like figure out a way that you can get yourself around people who have done what you want to do. So then that way just cuts your learning curve, you know, and, and it saves you so much time. Now, my next question for you is what have like what has been one of the things that you have loved most about doing what you do? I mean, it sounds like there's so much joy in your voice. And so I can hear the excitement. I can hear the joy. But what has brought you the most joy um, out of just traveling the world and just kind of share some of your experiences with us, if you don't mind? Wow. Um, where to start? Okay, I'll try and keep this as brief and concise as possible. Um, <laughs> it's it's really, um, I think I mentioned it earlier, um, connecting with the people. It's really broadened um, my education, my awareness. And I've seen that in children as well, those that are um, blessed to be able to travel. It's like you said earlier, the, the, the education is just, you know, beyond what's, what's possible. You still need a schooling, education, but, you know, combining the two. So it's really this um, just awareness of, um, you know, the different cultures and the different people and what makes them happy and how simple it can be. I think, you know, this recent sort of um, experience with the coronavirus has made, kind of created a bit of a level playing field where we're all starting to look and go, but I can still be happy yes. without all the other extra stuff. And it kind of excites me. I wish we hadn't had to have it, obviously, but it kind of excites me because that's been one of the biggest things is, you know, to just live simply but without going without. I used to think that living simply meant that I had to live on, you know, like, I don't know, seaweed and, <laughs> and I don't know, just kind of seaweed's good for you, but just, you know, going without and it doesn't have to be. And I, I witness it on a regular basis in, in all the different countries that we go to where happiness is so easy for, for, for people in different cultures. Um, and, you know, for example, um, you know, um, where I am now, Mexico, you know, listening to, to people as they work and they're just, you know, they're happy. Um, you know, we all have challenges. like. But, yeah, in Vietnam, in Thailand, in, um, you know, but even in um, uh, driving through, uh, uh, like, uh, Montenegro and Croatia and, you know, all these different cultures. So that's been a beautiful, beautiful gift and very, very humbling to kind of go, hang on, do I really need this to be happy or does it come from within? And we all know the answer, but actually experiencing that is just beautiful and there's just no other word for it and then there's also it's the biggest traveling is the biggest um besides well as well as being in business for yourself um the biggest personal development journey because every time we land in a new country we have to land on our feet and we have to change and adapt and explore and solve 
you know, challenges of where do we find food and this and the basic things, you know. Um, and so that's been really incredible. And the friendships, you know, I now have um, friends all over the world who teach me different things and, um, you know, I can connect with them. And I used to always think that you had to have friends that were like near you all the time, but you don't. True friendships are those where, you know, we might only see them once a year or once every couple of years, depending which country it is. Um, but they're still there and we catch up online and yeah. So um, it's almost like traveling kind of prepared me for the, um, what we're going through at the moment, you know, because of those things. Yeah. Sure. Oh, it sounds, it sounds beautiful. I mean, honestly, like you're, you're, you're talking and you're like sharing all this and I know it's your truth. I know it's, I know it's a life you're living, but it sounds kind of like a story in a book. <laughs> You know, it's, it sounds like, oh, yeah, you know, like this girl went here and she went there and she did this. And then it's like the end. <laughs> you know, it's kind of what it sounds like. But I mean, for it to be your reality. And I pray and I hope that people that listen to your story, that listen to this episode, really get excited about pursuing their goals and their dreams and the fact that they can turn that wild, crazy idea who maybe everyone can judge into their reality if they're willing to step out of their comfort zone, do the research, and just kind of go for it and take that first initial step, just like you guys did. I mean, I, I love it. I love what you're sharing. It's inspiring me to be like, all right, what else can I do? <laughs> <laughs> so um, my next question for you, Tegan, is what, so when we talked about um, earlier, overcoming your fears, what do you recommend people to do when they are faced with any fear? Um, like, I guess, what did you do when you started, you know, facing these fears? Is there any like practice technique or do you kind of just go for it and face it and just kind of deal with it, you know, like face on? What is it that you encourage people to do when they are talking about their fears and facing them? Great questions. <laughs> I guess the easiest way I've um, I've been teaching people how to overcome their fears for gosh it's over twelve years now now, and hence why I called that you know what I do now courage to travel, and and I have a, a method that kind of explains it all I guess the best so if I run through that then that's something that your listeners perhaps can you know implement quite easily. It's called the freedom method because um, you know to overcome or face or uh, conquer, whatever word you want to use, um, your fears, um, that does give you, you know, freedom in so many different ways. And so you can, when, you, when you're afraid of something, you can use one or all of these and you can go through them several times if it's really big fear. And, and so the first one is the, the F for freedom, which is really just making friends with your fear because your fear is always trying to teach you something. So, um, you know, really listen to it and go, what element of, of truth is there in it? And just know that your fear isn't to be feared. It's actually trying to sort of say, hey, you need to prepare for this or um, have you thought of this or just be careful here um, and just really make sure that you've, you know, got, got it covered. And the next is the R. So the R in freedom is to recognize the fear when it shows up. And fear can be kind of a bit sneaky. So it can show up as procrastination, um, as, you know, self-sabotage and so many other ways. 
And so really just recognizing when fear shows up and so that you can then do the next step, which is evaluating, so the E for freedom, um, evaluating whether the fear is real and there's usually a little element of reality in it or whether it's just, you know, multiplying something small. And so really looking at, you know, what part of it's real, so what steps do I need to take to, you know, make sure that's covered. And then, um, yeah, really just if it, the parts that aren't real, um, you then get to do the next E, which is enlisting some support. So that might be, you know, getting a coach to help you through it. It might be um, if it's, you know, a little bit sort of... Um, more on the mental health side of things, you may need you know, a professional to help you overcome the anxiety and give you some tools and tips for that. Um, if it's literally just you know, a, um, a hiring a professional to, if you're afraid to uh, uh, you know, do something, helping them, like we said before, if you're afraid to learn salsa, you hire a professional. And then the next really is the D, which is really just deciding to go all in and, and do it and face it. And you don't have to face all your fears. Sometimes you might get to that point and that's enough. And it's like, well, I don't really need to face that. You know, I have a fear of spiders. And if I'm in an opportunity, like a really big fear, um, if I'm in an opportunity to, you know, face a spider or deal with it, you know, whatever, like in, I was in Indonesia and I got to, you know, come really close to these really big spiders, then I'll do it. But it's not a fear that really affects my life because a lot of the places we go to don't have spiders. And if I do, then I'll deal with it then. So deciding that, you know, this is a fear that you really want to face and then going, I'm all in is really important. And then the O is one breath, one step. You have to take a step. <laughs> so taking, you can do all the preparation in the world, um, but you need to at some point take a deep breath and take that step, pick up the phone and make that call, take that step, you know, book that, that course, do take that one step. And of course, once you've done one step, it's easier to do you know, others and breaking down a fear into small steps that you can do really helps with that. And then the last one is really just kind of measuring it and, and mastering it. So, you know, measuring at the end of it, do I still feel that, you know, that fear um, it's almost like if you're familiar with EFT tapping, which is also very helpful with dealing with tears, um, the emotional energy from that. Um, at the end of it, you kind of check in and go, where am I at with that fear? So, you know, do I need to go through the process again? And things like, uh, for me, I had a, a serious um, accident on my push bike, my cycling on the road. And so for me, I had to redo it, redo it and redo the freedom method. Um, to be able to actually be comfortable cycling again. And so sometimes you've got to kind of go, okay, I've, I've got this far, I need to you know, go back and do the freedom method again. So just really evaluating and that helps you to master your fears. So hopefully that'll help your, your listeners and um, to, yeah, get through their fears. So you can go travel if that's your dream. <laughs> yes, for sure. That is, that's a really simple method, but it sounds like it can be, like really good at just like kind of like switching you off of I I guess what I'm trying to say is like when people have that fear and you don't face it you don't like go through any kind of method you don't like actually analyze it and I always say just say it out loud and I feel like the minute you say it out loud 
it's like, what? You know, I mean, because I feel like in your head, everything is like 10 times worse, 10 times bigger, 10 times crazier and scarier. Like the minute you just speak it out loud or even write it down and then speak it out loud, there's something magical that happens where it's like, okay, it just, it suddenly shrinks. Even if it is something that's still scary, that's still kind of, you know, going to hold you back for a little while. But I love that you break that down in such simple, applicable steps where it doesn't sound like it's like, oh my gosh, I could never do that. Like, it just sounds like so simple. So thank you for sharing, you know, that method with us because I pray and I hope that yes, people do write it down, you know, memorize it or learn it somehow, post it somewhere on their mirror. And then whenever they need to, they actually use it because like you said, it's taking that step. So even when someone gives you a tool to use that's going to help you, you know, overcome some kind of fear or obstacle, it's not just getting the tool, it's applying it and using it. So that's kind of my prayer for anyone that's listening, that they're not just like, oh, that sounds amazing. That sounds like it really can work. And it just doesn't end there. Exactly. And you, you hit the nail on the head with the R, which is the recognizing. Often it is just saying it or writing it down. And then it's like, what was I worried about? It's all good, you know, and it, it appeases it. It just gives it the acknowledgement that it needs. Yes. And I love what you said at the beginning that it's like make friends with it. It almost mm. sounded like you were describing a parent. You know, they're trying to teach you something. They're trying to like let you know, hey, well, have you looked at every single possibility? You know, what if this? What if that? I mean, I remember my mom doing that. I know I do that with my children. So it almost sounds like fear can be looked at as kind of like a parent just trying to guide you as opposed to us being like, I don't want to deal with it. You know, if I don't face it, if I don't like talk about it, it's not real, which is obviously not the reality, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's there to protect you. So be I friends it. with it. <laughs> love it. Love it. So just to finish off, Tegan, I would love for you to share. I always ask my uh, guests this question. It's probably one of my favorite questions. I always say this because it is the truth. I love listening to the answer um, to, the, to this question. So the question is, if you had an opportunity to go back in time and talk to the younger you, and just give her maybe two or three pieces of advice that you feel would be helpful, that would encourage her, that would empower her to maybe take that next step a little quicker. So this is obviously for anyone that's listening, this would be great advice. So what advice would you give your younger self that you feel would be something that could encourage and empower her? It's a brilliant question. I love this question too. And it's a great question to ask ourselves on a regular basis as well. I guess the first thing that came to mind for me is don't wait, you know, don't wait. And that's one of my, my biggest messages for people like, um, you know, this is my 50th year on this planet. And um, one of the things that um, instigated us doing, you know, creating this lifestyle that we have was um, a dear friend of mine, um, not to be, make everyone sad, but she passed away and she didn't get to do the things that she wanted to do. And another friend of ours got to retirement and was planning, you know, his big trip and then passed away. Don't wait. We don't know our journey. So my, my thing to her would be don't wait. You know, no matter what, whatever it is that you want to do, stop waiting and, you know, start taking steps towards it. You know, this didn't happen overnight. It does take time, you know, to, to get going. But uh, the other thing would be uh, don't give up hope. Because sometimes we tend to um, kind of have a dream 
And this is something my mum reminded me of the other day. She said, you never gave up hope on this. And I was like, what do you mean? She reminded me of way back when, you know, that I'd actually had this dream. And she said, and when this happened and then that happened and that happened, she said, you never gave up hope. So you never get, give up on that dream. You may have to shelve it for a little while, but never give up on it. And so it's just, you know, don't, yeah, don't give up on it. And I guess the third thing would be fail often. because if you um like I was brought up in an environment where um you know I was told I was a failure and I would never amount to anything and blah 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 and um and so I was it it actually affected me besides it being a motivator of like really well watch watch me do it then um the other part was (laughs) which was great thank you for that um but the other part of it was to um it kind of it made me not want to fail because of the environment I'd been brought up in. So I was afraid to fail. So it was like, so it made things a lot harder and it stopped me from giving things a go. Um, I mean, I've given a lot of things a go, but it really did stop me. So my, my advice would be to fail often um, because it means that you are taking steps, you're giving things a go and, and it's okay to fail. It really is. It's, it's, you know, it's you always, always, it sounds cliche, but you really do learn. Um, you learn something from it. You learn what you don't want from it. Um, there's really nothing bad in failing um, because, you know, as long as you don't die, but right. you know, it's, <laughs> that's, that's probably not a great thing to happen. But, <laughs> but realistically, you know, you, you can handle anything. Human beings are so resilient. And so, yeah, fail often. Give it a go. <laughs> love it oh this is why this is my favorite question that was so so good Tegan I I loved everything you said and I know I say that to every guest so if you go back to listen <laughs> but it's because it truly is such the answers are so powerful not only like for people that are listening but even for ourselves because we're still here which means we're still going to face some of those fears we're still going to face some obstacles so just to remember you know, yes, don't wait, you know, fail often, like just move forward, just take that next step. I mean, I love all three of the, you know, I guess piece of advice that you would give your younger self. And like you said, ask ourselves this question often because those answers are not only relevant to the younger you, but even to the current you. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, This was amazing. I had, it was such a pleasure talking to you and just, you opened up like these creative dreamy juices of mine. So I, I thank you for that. So I can see, I mean, people that are listening, I pray and hope that they, they connect with you um, because I mean, you're honestly, it's an inspiration to just be talking to you and just to listen to your story. Um, it's, I mean, it's wonderful. So thank you for saying yes to being a guest, to saying yes to sharing your story, sharing your time with, uh, with me, with my audience. I really do appreciate it. So if anyone is interested in connecting with you, I want them to be able to. So website, um, social, how can they connect with you? Okay. First of all, thank you so much. And I've enjoyed this equally, equally. It's, it's, I love sharing my passion. So... <laughs> Um, you can connect with me um, just by Googling Tegan Marshall, T-E-G-A-N, and then Marshall. Um, you can search for Courage to Travel, and you'll find the website there. At the moment, I'm running um, some virtual tours just to keep the um, passion for travel ignited for people. And um, 
the other thing on social media, you can find me, um, connect with me through those um, handles as well. And yeah, so it's pretty easy. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, I'll definitely link all that up in the episode details. And when I share this on social, I'll do the same thing. I'll tag you and whatever, you know, I need to do for people to just be able to click on it and connect with you. So again, thank you so much, Tegan. I pray and hope that you keep on enjoying this lifestyle that you have created for yourself and that you keep on inspiring the rest of us to pursue our dreams because that's exactly what you're doing through what you're living currently. So thank you. Thank you so much. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And this is just a reminder in case you haven't yet, go ahead and take a screenshot as you finish listening to today's episode and go ahead and tag me because I want to personally thank you for listening. My IG handle is Leslie Regalado 26 and on Facebook, it's just Leslie Regalado. And if you share it to your stories, I will go ahead and reshare it. Um, just again, thanking you for listening to today's episode of the Perfectly Imperfect Podcast. Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Perfectly Imperfect Podcast. Two things. Number one, head on over to Facebook groups, type in We Lead Society and click join. That is a Facebook group community that I've created for female entrepreneurs and aspiring female entrepreneurs. So those of you in the making, there's great daily encouragement, inspiration, support, lots of love in the community. So make sure you head on over to Facebook groups and click join and also number two make sure that you subscribe if you haven't yet that you rate the podcast and if you're feeling extra generous go ahead and leave a review it just helps us to reach way more people all right thank you again